Network Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I'm the Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries here in Bentonville, Arkansas. And uh, I've got another special guest as I've been trying to interview different champions from around the country. And so you guys can hear the stories that I get to hear and, and get to meet some of the great people that God's raising up. And so my guest today is a guy named Bob Wisher from the Detroit area. So uh, welcome, Bob. Hey, thanks for having me, Brian. Yeah, this is this is an audio only deal, so they can't see your Detroit Tigers baseball cap, which you're wearing proudly. So uh, anyway, hey, uh, yeah, so Detroit, Michigan. So uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, how you found influencers and, and, and let's tell that story for starters so they can kind of get to know how you came into the ministry. Yeah. Um, just, just happened to be going through you version one, one June day, which I was just telling uh, Brian in the pre-show. Um, it's, it's been almost a year since we we've we found the ministry and I went through that first devotional. It was uh, um, oh now the name of it's not coming to me, but it's not important. Um, but I found that and was reading through it and it was it was it was talking specifically to men and I have a huge heart. I've, I've been in men's ministry at the church. I have a a, a, a group that I run outside the church, um, all just devoted to to help a man. And I'm reading through this devotional. And I don't even remember if you wrote it or if Rocky wrote it. Um, but it was just talking, you know, it was specifically geared to men. I was like, wow, this is amazing. And as I got, I finally got to the bottom of that first devotional, I was like, where did this come from? And of course I found your contact and, you know, the website and everything at the bottom of the, the devotional and got to the website and looked through everything. And I was just, I was blown away. And I don't think it was very, I, I think it was a five day devotional. I think I'm, I can't remember if I went through the whole thing or if I called you after the first one, but um, I remember I reached, reached out and, and you called me like the next day. And again, I was blown away that someone from up in the organization would, you know, it wasn't some secretary or something called me. So it was just, it blew me away and it, and it has every day since almost that just how, how much love you guys pour into this. I'm sure I'll get into it in a little bit of the, the really big fun experience I had a couple of weeks ago, but um, it's just been a blessing since day one to, you know, engage with uh, the material, you know, not only the podcast that you're putting out, the, the people you're interviewing here and being inspired. And, and, and then of course, going through the journey myself. Well, and just in case anyone doesn't know, when you say you version, it, you know, that's the, the, most people know that as the Bible app, which is the yeah. little brown app, but the cover brown cover of the Bible. That's the most popular app out there for Bible app. Yeah. And uh, it was actually put out by a, a, a church in Oklahoma city life church. They're the mm-hmm. ones who invented it and, and started sharing it for free. But um yeah, somewhere along the way, somebody told us that we had so much content. They said, you guys ought to post your devotionals on the on the Bible app. We didn't even know they did that, you know, and at the time, this is three <laughs> or four years ago. So we just started submitting some five-day devotional plans that we'd written in the past. And uh, would you believe that we've had over a million people complete our plan, one of our plans? I mean, I, I mean, in just about three or four years, it's like pretty yeah. amazing. I've, I've, I think I've gotten through all of them I could find. They're a little, they're a little tricky to find sometimes, but... I think I've got all of them. I might maybe 
maybe that the Christmas one, because I was kind of saving that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, if you go to the reading plans on the Bible app and you just type in influencers, global ministries in the search bar, you can usually find us, you know. So, yeah. uh, so anyway, well, so, so Bob, tell us a little bit about yourself, like your family and, and a little bit of your story spiritually wise too, uh, you know, before you found the journey. Yeah. So the, so I'll, I'll start with the, what I think is the interesting part of my story is I, I just, I just was saved a couple of years ago. Um, mm. my wife had a, a pretty significant car accident in 2017. Um, and we went through, we went through the trials, right. The pruning and, and all the stuff that goes along with that. And, um, trying to get her back to where, you know, she could, you know, function again. And, uh, walking and, and everything else. And that, that summer, summer after that, we, one day we just, and, and I wish I could remember the moment because it was, you know, had to been a significant part of the story, but we just decided let's, we, we, we weren't going to church at the time. Um, she had grown up. Um, oh, I wouldn't say in the church, but around the church. Um, she was always praying for me, um, praying for my family, my kids. and. It just all of a sudden one day clicked for us and we started going. And by the next spring of 19, um, we both got you know baptized again and um, just started living it. And the ironic part about the journey as it came to into my consciousness, like I mentioned, we have a program in our church called Life Journey that is very similar to the journey. but doesn't have the abiding piece. Mm. And that's why when I, when I found the journey and it started talking about how to get closer and build that vertical relationship with him, it was just like, yeah, this is the, you know, even though I've got all this other, you know, I had, I had matured in my, my walk through the the life journey at my church, but there was still, there was something that I wasn't completely connecting with yet. So to find, to find the, the journey last summer and go through the journey. And this last year um, has just clicked so many other things into place that we weren't necessarily missing, but just again, making that, that it was learning that vertical connection and building my relationship with him and how that affected everybody else around me between my wife, um, you know, my friend, my, the people at church, um, the men in my men's group, every, everybody around me is just, I'm, I find myself literally every day pour, trying to pour as much love out on people as I can. And, mm. and it's all because of him. Mm. So you said, you said baptized again. So were you, were you baptized as a child or younger? Yeah. When I, yeah. When I was a baby that I don't even remember. Right. And then those, uh. those are the, the, the strange kind of situations where you, you get baptized, but you really, you know, and then I, and I wasn't, I never went, I, my family went to church a little bit when I was little, um, during my first marriage, I went here and there. Um, my wife was Catholic and, you know, we raised the kids in the Catholic church. Uh, but then, you know, as soon as they got through communion, they, they didn't want to go anymore. And we just, we kind of fell away and I never, I never really got it, you know, as far as the Catholic piece of it goes. And, you know, again, in 20, 2018, 2019, when we found a great church here, um, and, and it woke, woke us up to, to what we were missing out on and, and that relationship and his, you know, his pursuit of us, obviously he was pursuing us all along and he, the, the message finally got through my thick skull. 
<laughs> well, and I remember you, I remember you contacted me and I, um, and I'm, I'm on, one way God uses me, I think is to be a dot connector. So I'm, I'm, you know, and I have the unique position to kind of see where God's moving. Cause I hear reports and I get contacts off the website and all that, see where the orders are coming in and all that. So I'm always like a detective kind of piecing all this together. What, what has God up to? And, uh, we had some Michigan activity. So we had, yeah. uh, the guys in, um, Temperance, Michigan, Mike, Mike, yeah. Mike Malik and Angie Malik, his wife, yeah. they, they were a couple of years into their, their movement over there. And that wasn't, that was about an hour from you. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's almost about an hour door to door to Mike's house from here. And then there's another, uh, one of my favorite guys is uh, my friend, Michael Murray, who went mm-hmm. through my virtual group, the very yeah. first mer- virtual group that we did. And, uh, and he's actually a Catholic guy and, uh, yeah. loves the journey. And, uh, anyway, co-guided with me again, this he co-guided a group with me last year or whatever. So he's in, yeah. uh, I got, I finally got to meet him at M6 at Mike's. Yeah. And he's in the, is he in the, he's in the Detroit area. Yeah. He only, uh, he probably lives within a half an hour of me. Okay. Okay, cool. So we got these guys, God's just raising these guys up, you know, so yeah. So I remember talking to you about, okay, well, you can either go through a virtual group, you could lead mm-hmm. one there, I could kind of train, we could train you, or uh, maybe you connect to these other guys and hook up with them, you know? So uh, you ended up hooking up with Michael Malik and deciding to join his group, right? Yeah. Best, best decision ever. <laughs> and Love that was, like that. A, was it a Mike Saturday morning, Saturday yeah. morning group or something? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, we yeah. had, we had to be at Mike's at, at 8 a.m. on Saturday mornings. So we got, we were getting in the car about quarter to seven, hitting Bigby for a coffee on the way and, and hoofing it down there. And, uh, you, you know, this and, uh, Mike and Angie are, they're amazing. I yeah. couldn't ask for, for better, better folks to come into our lives. Uh, you know, what Mike's doing down there with building, building the ministry down there, it, it, it it gives me chills, you know, to, to see the men that are showing up for his M sixes and, um, his support of me, um, and just Lisa went through, Angie had a group as well. We were going down together, did it at the same time. Um, the connections we've made down there, um, just, just amazing people. (laughs) The funny thing is a lot of the women, um, in Lisa's group, <laughs> they keep po- they all all day during commencement. They were poking at us both. They're like, "Oh yeah, well, you guys are going to move down here and come to church here at at uh, Bridgepoint." And it was just like, "No, we, we, we we're good. we're not going to drive an hour to go to church. But we're gonna we're gonna take influencers and we're gonna we're gonna expand it out." That's that's our plan. Anyway, I'm probably jumping ahead to your your next question, but. Yeah. Well, I did. I missed the piece about your wife doing the the group with Angie. I yeah. didn't know that part. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. oh, wow. At the same time on Saturdays, they would have. Yeah. yeah. We drove down. That was, that was the thing. We drove down together on Saturday. I dropped her off at wherever Angie, Angie was there. They were moving around there. She had a couple of girl, girls leading. So I we'd have to figure out which house are we dropping them off at today. But then I knew, you know, beeline it back to Mike's and, uh, yeah, it was, it was great. And then the, the best part about it was we, we got to unpack it with each other on the way home too, because we had an hour on the way home. So mm-hmm. we're talking about, well, how was your experience? What did you think about today's, you know, the messages? And it was just a great experience. Oh yeah. When you said we, I was going, who, who, who did you bring with him? I didn't know there was another guy or something you brought. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Well, so, so tell me some of your, your big takeaways from the journey that, that were, you know, fresh and changed your life. So, so I had I had the the privilege and honor of meeting Rocky at, at well both at our commencement at M6 and I told him the same story and I'll tell it again. I when I first 
so, well, uh, I, even back before I was, was resaved, um, I always thought God was out there, right up, up in heaven. Mm-hmm. And then as I accepted him and, and brought him into my life, he was always kind of maybe sitting next to me on the couch while I was praying. And then when I first started the journey, I got the sense that he was maybe sit not not sitting next to me on the couch, but like right up against me on the couch, maybe with his arms around me, holding me. Mm. And by the time I got all the way through the journey, when I now when I pray or when I sense him or feel him, he's he's right where you you probably all know where he's supposed to be when I feel him. He's right here in the center of my chest. Mm. And that to me was the biggest my biggest part of what I got out of the journey was that how he came closer and closer and to me and for me to realize where he, he really is. And and just even thinking about it and it makes the hair on my arm stand up because I know he's there and he's putting these words out here for me so I can, so somebody else out there can hear what I'm saying and, and realize that no, he's not out there. He's right here in the center of your chest, in your heart talking to you all day, every day, all the time. And just that knowing that has, has given me just an immense confidence in everything I do, knowing that he's there and he's got me. Mm, that is beautiful. That is really beautiful. Um, well, and you know, when I, when I did the first journey group in Tulsa, um, I, uh, I didn't know much about it either, you know, and I was, I was recruiting the first group and Rocky was going to mentor me and my co-guides. So, so all I knew, I, I would meet with guys and I'd say, I don't exactly know what this is, but I understand it's a journey to an intimate relationship with Christ. Yeah. And, and no matter what ever else I said, those words are what grabbed men's hearts. You know, a lot of these guys were seasoned believers who'd been leading men's ministry at their church or even pastors. I mean, you know, and when you, when I said it's about an intimate relationship with Christ, it, it caused people to pause yeah. and say, wow, what, wait a minute. I'm not sure I have that, whatever that is, you know? Yeah. So that's what you're describing. I think Bob. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and even, even sitting, yeah, uh, it was yesterday, the day before I was sitting, my doing my morning prayer time and and reflection and prayer and all that. And I literally, I, I, I don't even remember what I was praying on at the time, but all of a sudden I got this feeling just right in the middle of my heart and it radiated out my arms. And it was, it was, it was weird, but it was, but I was like, all right, you apparently want me to understand that one. And, you know, it was a, it was a really interesting reinforcement of, um, his, his, his influence and how he's, he's there. And it's just, it's crazy. It took me 50 years to, to experience. Yeah. Well, and it's not uncommon. A lot of people have been, you know, no matter your church experience, it's like, it's something new, you know? So, uh, um, any other concepts that grabbed you or any, any part of the experience that grabbed you going through the journey? Um, just the, the just the way it, it unfolds, um, you know, the way it walks through the found foundational pieces. I, I I always picture that the the page in the in the journey guide with the the uh, the cabin with the foundation and the bedrock of grace and all that. That that was that to me like, and that was day one, right? That was I think that's chapter one, right? Um, 
and you know, God knows God cares. Those are just so foundational for me and just really got me off on the right foot of understanding the fund the fundamental and the foundation of it. And then and just kept building from there all the way up through, you know, spiritual gifts and all that. And, and star method, uh, star method is, is awesome. And I know that, you know, there's versions of it out there. It's not unique to anything, but, it, but that's something I, I, because of the way this is set up, it, it just, it, it very easily and quickly became a habit mm. to do that every day, no matter, you know, what scripture I was looking at, whether it was, you know, in your, in your, sometimes I do your guys's daily, you know, the email, I'd use that one. Sometimes I'd use something from the journey guide. If, you know, it's just, it, it didn't matter where it was coming from. And I was getting, I was, I was getting more out of my time in the word than I had done previous to that, where I was, I just gloss over things mm. or just, or randomly read a chapter and not stop and reflect on a particular scripture. When it, when that scripture grabs you, mm-hmm. those, those are the ones I like, okay, let's, let's get out, let's get out the pen and paper and let's journal through this one and, and see mm. what else he get other than just that, you know, that little tweak he gives you what's, what's behind it. What's the rest of it. Yeah. And I think that's probably one of the biggest differences in the journey is it's not a Bible study where somebody's got knowledge and they're going to teach you all the knowledge that they have. No, it's, it's self-discovery. It's, yeah. you know, you, a man or a woman and the word and their journal and, yeah. and, and, the whole world's open to you. I mean, every, yeah. God, I mean, the universe is open to you from, from the creator of the universe. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's cool. That is really cool. Well, um, and my wife, she always says um, she's, we've guided like, six couples journey groups together, you know, and she, my wife's always like, be sure you tell people God knows God cares, God's willing. And God's able. I mean, to her, that's just like sums it all up. It's so it powerful. Does. It you does. Know, attributes of God. Yeah. So, so, um, well, cool. So, so you've been through the whole process and, uh, and you've, you've kind of, now you understand it and all that. So now, now, um, at the fight, at the commencement, we always give a charge. Like, oh, yeah you know, this thing has to come to an end, you know, everyone wants to stay together in the holy huddle because it had such a, because now you're friends with these people, you, you grow yeah. these deep bonds, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and then you don't want it to end, but then it has to end, you yeah. know, for the sake of the kingdom so right. that you can go help other people. So, so what is God prompting you to do next or, or Lisa as well? Oh yeah. And, and I told you this back last summer when we first spoke, I mean, I, I was planning on expanding this thing before I even read the first page of, of the journey guide. Um, I've been, like I said, I've been doing men's ministry in my church since I've been there. Um, we have, we have a lot of what we call life groups in our church and they're always looking for people to lead those and, and bring more people into, into whatever, you know, whether it's a, a book study or whatever it is. So to be able to have this, um, program process, I forget which I know you guys, call it. It's not a program. It's a process, right? Um, this process, um, to bring to uh, some amazing people that I see every Sunday and that I love dearly. And I want to bring them, you know, closer into that. I want them to have that deeper relationship because there's, there's a few people I can think of right now. They, they show up on Sunday they sit there for an hour and and they're the first ones out the door and they don't hang around and chit chat. They don't, they don't engage in, in even the classes that we offer. Um, 
I want, I want to change that because I, I know what this has done for me. Um, I see what it's doing for, for all the people that are engaging with, with Mike down there. Um, so the, the, the men I, you know, the men I saw transform through this process as I was going through it with them, um, you know, just, it's, it's incredible. And, you know, maybe, maybe I've drank the Kool-Aid a little too much of the Kool-Aid, but, um, I'm, I'm all in, um, what our plan is at this point is probably for we're going to we're going to open it up um, to to anyone. We're not going to do men's or women's or couples or any. We're, we're just we're going to try to just do it out of the box. If, if a couple wants to come, come on. Uh, you know, if, if we, have, we have women that want to come by themselves, men that want to come by themselves, whatever the case, we're just we're going to take. Um, for at least for this first group until we we build some folk to build some leaders up here. Um, you know, that's, that's kind of the plan. Um, I've already, I've already kind of tweaked Mr. Murray to, to say, Hey brother, this, I, you know, if I, if I get this set up over here, would you, would you help me out? So, um, you know, and my wife, obviously she, she's in, she's involved in, in our, in our life journey groups at church. So it's, it's kind of a, a time thing for her too. So it's, but it's, we're going to, we're going to do it. I've actually already talked to my pastor, gotten the green light. Um, come September, we're going to, we're going to kick off a group and I've been praying just for God to put whoever he wants, whether it's from my church or from this general area to, to show up and, uh, we'll see, we'll see how it goes the first one and you know, build up some more leaders and then we'll go from there. And, you know, I, I know I, I, I easily see your guys' plan and your mission is to grow this thing in, in every crack and crevice of, of the country and the world. So. Hey, you know, Mike, Mike brought it up across the border into Michigan and we're going to, we're going to see what we can do to, to get her all the way up. We got a long way to go to the UP, but we'll get there. I've seen actually seen couples groups turn into be kind of a good first experience and then turn into men's groups and women's groups, you know, whoever God touches out of that, you know, couples groups, so I guess we'll see where, where God leads you all on that. So yeah. uh, that's pretty exciting though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's just, there's so many people that we want to be able to engage in this. And we figured the first, first time, you know, to do it as a men's group and a women's group, and it can probably more, more for Lisa and her time to, to be able to, to really lead solo. And that way, if we, we do it together, we can, we can bring some more people in and, and build some more leaders. And, and then we can, if we want to branch to men's, women's couples, all that, because, because I do see benefits to that as well. Um, and I, I think she does too. And I'm sure Angie and would agree that the women, you know, having the women together, different dynamic, um, you know, going forward and, and, and really get, keeps you, keeps you going vertically instead of horizontally more, I think. Yeah, there's, well, there's a lot of, uh, I've been part of lots of different discussions about men versus women versus couples, you know, and some, some people are diehard that it only has to be, you know, same sex and not, not a couples, you know, cause they think that the intimacy wouldn't be the same, but I tell you what, every time we think we have it all figured out, the Holy spirit surprises us or trumps whatever we're thinking yeah. because he's bigger than he's bigger than us. So he can do, as long as you're focused on Christ and going vertical, amazing things happen, no matter what the makeup is of the group, you know? So, uh, 
So, so um, geographically, by the way, I love your idea of inviting Mr. Murray into the Michael Murray into the group. So, Michael, if you're listening, uh, you're being called out, man. Um, <laughs> so, uh, um, so uh, tell it. So, you live in the Detroit area, like in the in the big big the big Detroit the big city area, right? Yeah, well, we're 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 about smack dab between de- downtown Detroit and Ann Arbor. And if you know University of Michigan, you know Ann Arbor. So we're we're kind of smack in the middle of that. Um, okay. So far far enough from either one to not be sucked into to all what's going on in those two places, but uh, just kind of kind of here in the middle. So what's the what's the spiritual climate that you've sensed in your city or in that area? What I mean, what are there a lot of Christians or is it is it kind of anti-Christian or what what's no, the vibe there? No, it's it. I'd say it's a it's a mixed bag. I mean, I can I can use my my men's group as a as an example of that. We're we're probably about fifty fifty of men that are believers and men that aren't. Um, you know, obviously, I uh, I'll, I'll be honest here because none of them are probably listening to this. But my my goal is to have them all come and, <laughs> and so. Um, that's that's a different motivation for a different topic, different day. But um, yeah, it's it. There's 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 a lot of churches around. There's a lot of lot of different. I mean, a lot of a lot of Catholic around. Uh, actually, the Catholic church right here across the street from my house. Um, and uh, you know, but we go we go to an evangelical covenant uh, church that that we love. Um, but yeah, it's, it's 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 a mixed bag. It's. It's it's probably not like down south from what I hear anyway. But uh, yeah, we we did we did we took a our church and itself took a pretty good size hit during COVID. A lot of folks either left to go to other churches or um, didn't just didn't come back. So that you know that's always a bummer. But uh, I think we've turned the corner there, um, and and things are going the right direction. So hopefully this will. You know, having having God behind this this portion of it come in the fall that we can, you know, get that get that even get some more traction to it and get get some more people coming into our church and you know finding Him. So that's all that really matters. Yeah, and and you know, I've been but just you mentioned the Catholic thing. I just want to say that I Michael's Catholic, and and I've been and there's some guys out in Bakersfield and around the country, up in Yakima, Washington. So I've just been trying to connect the guys that are part of the Catholic Church, and so they can kind of band together and figure out. And, and some of the guys have kind of, um, you know, adapted the journey a little bit to the to the to fit the Catholic culture. But I mean, it's the same journey, but they've just done a few little things to to help you know put it in the in that Catholic context or whatever but uh sorry, there's kind of like a mini movement going on in the catholic church which is kind of cool um but uh you know you're what we would call a champion bob so um you know we've been praying for god to raise up men and women all over the country and uh we never know how they're going to come about or you know like you came through the bible app when i never thought that um but uh, what happens is a guy like yourself is is hungry for something. You didn't even know what it was. And then God guides you to us. And then you learn this process. And then, you know, the natural thing happens is which exactly what you're doing is guys want to bring it to their church, you know, because that's kind of their spiritual sphere of influence, if you will. Um, and then, you know, don't be surprised if God starts expanding your vision. Oh, you yeah. know, just like the like the prayer of Jabez, if you've ever heard that, you know, bless me, O Lord, expand my territory, you know, and uh, 
and all of a sudden you start looking outside, you're looking beyond one church into the whole community. You know, how can we help the people of this community? Yeah. You know, and so uh, don't be surprised if God God stretches uh, you a little bit on that. He, he is. I'm just I'm just waiting for you know how, the how to the how to guide on how to how to make that happen. How whatever he whatever he puts in front of me, uh, he he knows he knows my heart. He knows. I know, especially, you know, to, when I, when I bring it back to men, that's where, where it all comes. And I, I'll, I don't want to bring the story down, but I, I lost a friend, uh, Catholic, sorry, not Catholic, Christian brother, uh, just a couple of weeks ago. And it mm. hit me pretty hard. Um, mm. not gonna lie. It was actually, it was actually, it was the week. It was the Wednesday, the Wednesday before our commencement from the journey. And, uh, wow. and I was, I was working with him. I had been working with him for a while and I was really excited for him to, to come and get of what I was experiencing with a journey. And fortunately he couldn't hold on. And I, mm. fourth, fourth man I've known in my life that has wow. taken that route. And, and it just, it kills me every time. And so when, when, you know, obviously he puts those challenges in my life and, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna back down from that challenge. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm sorry that happened to you, Bob. And I, I, I think, and I, it's happened to me too. And I think what it tells us is there's a battle, there's a battle going on for the souls of men and women, yeah. you know, and God's enlisting us to be his warriors to go give people hope to go out there and grab people out of the muck and and come alongside them and try to show them that there's light and hope and, and all that, but there's also free will. So, you know, they, you, you can't make somebody do the journey. You, they gotta, they gotta be hungry, but we sure love on them back to the, what you said originally, well, just let, keep loving on people, you know? So, well, brother, I am so glad that you uh, found an influencers global ministry uh, devotional on the Bible app and uh, ended up coming in our midst, man. And uh, I think it was providential, no doubt. And uh, so, so we'll see where God takes it. Um, if anyone's listening out there and you have family or friends in the Detroit area, now we have a contact for you. Someone who I trust, I can hand off, uh, hand their contact off to Bob and he will follow up with them and see if he can help them. And we got a good man in Detroit now. So, uh, so, so, so glad. I'm glad you're going to straighten Michael Murray out too, Bob. So that's good to know. <laughs> well, thanks, Bob. I appreciate it, man, so much. Thanks for being my guest today. And uh, love hearing the stories of transformation. They never grows old. So thank yeah, you. I, I can't, I can't wait to hear some of them myself. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, this has been the Influencers Network podcast. And, uh, you know, we'd love to help you if you're if you're someone like Bob was just out there, maybe even just hearing this, maybe your friend shared this podcast with you or you stumbled upon us uh, on one of the streaming apps uh, for podcasts. Uh, hey, we'd love to help you find an intimate abiding relationship with Christ. And we do it through this nine month process we call the journey. So go to our website, influencers.org. And it's a pretty good website. We got a lot of stuff on there. You can see testimonials, videos, information and uh and if you want to contact us there's a great contact form and uh, we'll we'll reach out to you and see if we can help you get it started or get you plugged into a, a group where you are so anyway my name is brian craig and i'm executive director for influencers global ministries over in bentonville arkansas and i'm going to keep encouraging you to abide in christ and go make disciples god bless you today and don't let go.
Christmas.